0: This week's episode is brought to you by Primed Packs, the empowered woman's choice for sexual safety and sensual freedom. A stylish and compact pouch filled with everything you need for whatever the night or day may bring. Check them out on Instagram under the handle stay underscore primed. Hey! Welcome to today's episode of The Proof Podcast, a podcast proving the power of the modern woman. I'm your host, Rachel Cargill. Everything from the toys we played with to the characters in our storybooks often lead us to a self-understanding of what it means to be a female. This seeps into our career choices as well. Throughout time, the traditional roles of a teacher, an administrative assistant, or a waitress have dominated our screens, literature, or even our realities of what a woman can take on as a career. Today's episode is with a woman who not only took the non-traditional route of going into a trade industry, but also isn't being quiet about her opinion that more women should do so as well. Her name is Sabrina Sheenot. She's an electrician from my home state of Ohio, and she and I were able to dig into what it's like to be a woman working in a trade industry and how she finds the sense of challenge better than any traditional role could ever pull out of her. Let's hear from her. Sabrina, thanks so much for joining me on the call. It's so exciting to talk to people
1: from um, my hometown, which is Akron, Ohio, and being in New York City, I actually run into people from Akron, Austin, which is really funny. People will have a shirt on, and I'll be the crazy, loud person sprinting over to them saying, what high school did you go to? I'm from Northeast Ohio, too. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on a call. And so with this series, we're talking about women who have... feel like even if you're not the first you still have a slight bit of um, courage and a lot of just fierceness to be able to step into a career field that is mostly male dominated and I reached out to you in specific because I had heard you mentioning that um, you were in the trade field and that's just something that women aren't always either interested in um, and maybe that's a big part of social construct, but also because they don't even know that it's an option. So I, one, would love to hear your story about how you even got interested in becoming an electrician, whether that was your first option or whether it was something you kind of fell into and um, why you chose that field in particular.
2: Okay. Well, um, for me, in becoming an electrician, when it comes to the trade aspect, it was the first thing I tried because my dad is an electrician, so it was like easy oh. to follow in his footsteps. Um, but it was not the first thing I tried. I um, When I got out of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I did try college. College was just not for me. So I ended up dropping out after I think like a semester and a half. Um, wow. And then I worked for a while and then I tried a bunch of different things. And then finally my dad was like, you need to go into this. I think you'll really like it. And I like kind of not, you know, begrudge like begrudgingly, but I kind of was like, okay, I'll try it. And I'm so happy I did because I turned out to like absolutely love it. And I enjoy what I do
1: now. So <laughs> that's kind so of a awesome. short story, but that's pretty easy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm interested to know what parts of your personality or character I know since um, I went to high school with you that you are such a unique person and you've always been kind of strong in like your, your character and your personality. I don't think there was ever any doubt that you felt strong in um, who you were. And I'm interested to know what parts of um, who you were as a woman kind of made you feel like this might be a good option for you. The biggest thing for me is that I
2: love to be challenged and I feel like it was challenged not only just mentally, but like physically as well. I've always kind of been like that. And I was sort of kind of going from these jobs and a lot of them were retail or like food manager position. And I felt like I was learning it really quick. And, and, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging or something, but it seemed like I could learn the job in like three months. And then there was no challenge for me after that. And um, I finally got into the trade, which not only challenges me physically because I have to be able to lift and work and use my body every single day. But especially with being an electrician, that trade is constantly changing. Like every three years they put out new, you know, a new code book, like every, you know, every technology with lighting and, you know, controls, like everything's constantly changing. And so it's something that I can, I can continually learn with and grow with. And I really like that part of it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I think that sometimes when we're trying to choose a career or we're trying to see what we're passionate about, we often try to say what comes easy to me. And that's not always the direction that people want to take. We want to find what challenges us and we want to find how we can make that whole lifelong learning fun. And that's really awesome that you were able to recognize that and what you wanted to do. Um, Now, I heard you say that your father wasn't an electrician, and he encouraged you to try it out after seeing that you weren't really happy in the other things that you were doing. I'm interested to know, um, were there any other areas of encouragement from any other women in your world, or men, and was there any discouragement that you got from people?
2: Um, I, I mean, obviously I had my mom and my dad who were both like very supportive into me going into the trade. Um, my dad was uh, just about it. Like, he loved that yeah. I was going into it and that he could, like, share that with me. So, because, you know, there's four kids and none of them went into it. And then finally I did, and he was, like, absolutely ecstatic about it. So that was, like, an easy encouragement. Um, I think the only, I wouldn't even say um, discouragement, but maybe a little bit, is that people would give warnings, you know, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh, you know, you're going to be the only woman, you know, men yeah. are rough, men, you know, you have to oh, have thick skin. Like, all this stuff, and I just was like, okay, like, I'll deal with it when it comes up. If it's a problem, I'll deal with it. And I have been, you know, I've, I've run into problems, and I've had to learn how to deal with it and maneuver it and become stronger because of it, you know? So it's like, I I don't I want to say, like, I guess I didn't, and maybe it is discouragement, and I don't see it that way, but I'd had people, like, heed me to be like, hey, like, this might be a problem for you, you know?
1: Yeah, I totally understand. It's not necessarily discouragement, but it's still... Crazy annoying that people feel the need that they need to warn you about something that you're like, okay, I'm a functioning adult. I'll deal with it when I get there. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I totally understand what you mean. And I think that we sometimes lose consciousness of when we are trying to be kind to people in that way, but it's really condescending more so than encouraging. Like, you have to give me a fair warning so I quote unquote know what I'm getting into. I think that um, one of the things that I hope that we as women can kind of push into is like knowing what our capabilities are. And even if we don't have that capability, believing that we'll figure it out when we get there, like you were able to kind of come back to them and say like, okay, I got it. I'll see it when I get there. So um, I uh, I totally know that frustration. So, <laughs> so you said that you did run into some things. I'm interested, could you kind of like, describe what the environment's like as i was doing some of the research um before our conversation i actually ended up reading a ton of blog posts um from women who were electricians and one of the titles of the blog post was female electricians burnt out from male domination and i was like well that's that's my life oh my god i was like "Whoa, that's really intense both the word like burnout and then male domination was just, I thought was a little over the top, but just because I know the strength of women and in, in, in my mind, my assumption is, yes, it can be frustrating, but they're probably just looking at it from a male, female perspective and saying women can't really handle uh, like step up to the challenge. So I'm interested to hear from an electrician or just anyone in any trade position where they're surrounded by a lot more males than females what's your take on the work environment and can you maybe like describe some of the aspects that stand out to you?
2: Well, like the work environment is like good and bad. Um, Like good for my personality because I can be loud and I can be abrupt and I can, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of can have a foul mouth sometimes. I'll just say it. So like when I'm on the construction site, it's awesome because there's nobody telling me, Hey, be quiet, you know? shush down, which I've had people say to me because I get excited and I'll yell, you know what I mean? So it's like right. being on a construction site and working with other people who are kind of not, they're not always the same, but you know, like being able to yell and, and like, uh, and just be myself is yeah. totally awesome. Like, I love that part of it. I love that I work with other people who I can joke around with. And, you know, I, it's definitely a more of a, like, almost like you don't really always have to watch what you say you know you can just like kind of like speak freely and people are really pretty good about it and I love that part of it because you know I when I worked in retail I had people be like hey Sabrina you need to quiet down and you know like I'm like no I don't want to quiet down (laughs) yeah so like that part's great um but it's so funny that you said like that title like described it perfectly like burnt out of male domination because that's the part that gets really hard because I've been talking and I've had people completely talk over me. I've had people completely interrupt me. I have, and I, and I've pointed it out to a couple of people before where like, I will say like the solution to a problem. And then like 10 minutes later, they'll say the exact same thing. And it's like, I never even said it.
1: And I'm like, Oh my God,
2: like I'm going to die. Like I just said that. So like that part And I, I try to be so, um, positive and think like okay they're not it's not because I'm a woman maybe it's because I'm still pretty green I've only been in the trade for six years like it's I like to maybe think of it as like okay it's just because I'm kind of still new at this but I, I, I just have to admit that I think a lot of times sometimes it is because uh-huh. I'm a woman they just overlook me you know what I mean but that part can get really 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 frustrating and and to speak candidly, like, I've had times where I've come home from work and I've just, like, cried because I've been so, like, overwhelmed and just, like, done with being, like, what I feel like is disrespected or, like, not even disrespected, just people, like, overlooking me and not respecting what I say on the
1: job and me just being like, oh, I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. I, I served in the airport for six years and I was in munitions, which was a very male-dominated um Field within the Air Force. And I totally got that as well. Not even necessarily with myself. We had a few other women um, in our unit, but you know, saying ideas, saying solutions, and then being looked over until a, ma- a male was able to say it is just um, that type of situation is something that. Is so common for women who are in male-dominated fields, and I hope that um, through examples like you of women who are kind of stepping up, finding their voice, and being willing to say, hey, just so you know, I just said that, and maybe we should consider how we're communicating in this environment, <laughs> is super important. Now, I'm interested to know, do you have, um, are there any other women um, that you work with right now?
2: Right now, no. I work with all men. Um. I have worked on jobs with women before, but it uh, like, to be like honest, it's far and in between that I'm on a job with another woman.
1: So what do you, from your own experience being in the field, what do you think that, what do you think that gap is besides the fact that um, it's, you know, we don't have a ton of examples of women who are doing it. Um, just in the trades in general, where do you, in your opinion, feel like there's this gap between women who have the ability and the interest, but they're not actually stepping into their role in, um, in the world of trades? Well, I mean, I think that, that
2: it has, it's like a whole a complex thing from, um, from when women are younger, the whole like you know, like trucks and mail, and like tomboy thing. It's not really like pushed on girls, or it's it's not something that you know is like an average girl doesn't go out and like you know do that kind of stuff. But then also yeah. into like the deeper things, like the STEM fields. You know, I know that's a problem for women. It's stuff that it's always kind of been like a male territory kind of thing.
1: Yeah, very. And general so,
2: thing. yeah, very general. And I think that like from a young age, you know. I, I never even considered it as an option at all until I got much older, you know, all the way from the, all that aspect. And then also, I think in public schools, they really do push trades. But a lot of women go into like, um when they go to a trade school or something that, you know, they go into like the hair and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, when I really like, uh have talked to other women about it, or like other women who I've talk to about getting in the trade like they didn't even know you know like they were like oh I didn't even know how to do that I didn't even know where to begin Mm -hmm. and so it's like I think a lot of times when people talk about trades they like talk to the guys about it and that's because that's the normal role and I don't even think I also think that because a lot of people don't even know what is involved in some trades some women think that they automatically think that they can't do it but then once I think they if they would learn like what's actually involved they might be like oh no I can totally do that (laughs) you know so it's like a it's a very complex thing of why like whether it's like it's a lot social I think but a lot of it is just the resources aren't available I don't think
1: So what are the other trades that you've seen um, women like yourself kind of go into and end up making a career out of besides just being an electrician? Can you kind of expose some of the listeners to what options are available to them outside of um, our traditional trade? interest as women such as cosmetology and things like that and even just our traditional um, expectations such as going to college or um, the military is an option we often lose sight of the fact that college isn't the only thing that's available to us after high school after our education we have a little um, we have some options into what we want to do and where our interests can go and oftentimes like you said in public schools they um, preach trade a little more probably I don't know, we went to a private Catholic high school and I can't remember it it ever being a topic of conversation, Um, but I'm interested to hear from you and being someone who's kind of deeply into a trade, what are some of the other options that people can totally look at or that you have friends or girlfriends who have um, taken advantage of other areas of trade? Well, I mean, I've definitely worked with women
2: on the job and I always like when I'm on a job and there's another woman, like I gravitate towards her and I'm like, Hey, like Mm -hmm. we have to look out for each other. Like we're women on the job, you know? And it's always kind of nice like that. But I mean, there's, there's carpentry, like there's plumbing. I've seen a welder, which is like, which, um, a, a woman who's a welder, which is actually, that's very rare, but she was awesome. And she was great at her job. Um, there's like, there's painters. I mean, there's like it's like any trade I've pretty much seen a woman in every trade except for uh mason, like bricklayers and concrete work. That's the only one thing I haven't seen women in, but uh that is bra- like back breaking work. So like yeah. the men who do that are toughest, really tough. So like if you're a woman, um, you can definitely go into it. Like I know I could do it, but it's something that like I I wouldn't do it because I know how hard it is of a job. Like I just wouldn't want to work physically hard all day like that.
1: Yeah. But
2: um, yeah, there's like, I mean, there's a ton of trades and like, I mean, there's data work, which is like phone lines and stuff like that. And and I work uh, strictly commercial work, which is uh, like a little different than working in houses and stuff like that. So like commercial work is like big buildings and there's just a ton of little trades or things like that, that. It it involves using your brain. It involves using, you know, your body and it involves creativity on a lot of it, too. You know, like thinking outside the box, which is really, I think, great. And so, like, I think a lot of women are great at that and they'd be totally interested in, you you know, thinking of, of different solutions, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: that's really awesome that you like mentioned creativity. All of, right now, there's such a overwhelming sense of like creative work going on, where whether you're a graphic designer or you're working in media, but jobs like this do require creativity. It requires you to use your brain and be innovative in how you're solving problems. And I think that's so cool that you're able to kind of tap into that part of yourself, even with doing um, a trade job. And that's really cool. Um, I want to know you said that when you see other women on the job, you kind of gravitate towards them, and you've built that um, kind of camaraderie of being a woman. And in the, your friendships or within your family, how has the support of women in particular been a big part of your growth as, you know, as a person and in your career? Sometimes um, we, I, I always say that, You know, our tribe is who really keeps us grounded and our ability to stay sane when there's crazy stuff going on. And I'm sure in a male dominated field, can you tell me about? I'd love to hear stories of maybe some of the women who have kept you kind of secure in what you're doing and created that encouragement that you need to keep, um, to kind of keep sane in that kind of environment. Well, um, one
2: in particular, like I have, uh, because I work in a male dominated world, I realized early on, like after working with men all day long, like how truly important my female friendships are like (laughs) to be able to like go and sit down with girls and talk about whatever the hell I want and, and just be like vulnerable with them and not have to worry about all the stuff you have to worry about when you're working with men or, or even just like sometimes talking with another guy, you know? So like, I definitely just want to say like, I totally appreciate my friendship with all the women in my life. And I have one woman who I actually went to grade school with her and she went to Hoban for a little bit, but then she went to a public school. She ended up also getting into the electrical trade because I encouraged her to do it. I was like, listen, I think you'll really love this. Like, I think you should get into it. And it's been awesome having her in the trade because we can like go and we'll talk and we'll sit and we'll complain about, you know, the men we work with and like, she just gets it. Not only does she work in the field, but I have a long history with her and that's amazing to just have that, that outlet to like really talk to her, you know? Yeah, and I- um, then, Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, it's okay. I was just saying that female connection is so much energy, so much good energy, and just such a good place. Especially, like you said, from someone who's in the field also to understand where you're coming from. I'm. Just, I couldn't even imagine how like relaxing and indulgent that is. For you. Yeah, it really is.
2: Like I, I love when we get together, and then um, and then a couple of my other female friends, like they are definitely strong women who are, um, you know, trying to climb the ladder in their career in their field and. Like um, one in particular, she's a supervisor and I love being able to come to her and be like, listen, like, I don't know how, you know, how would you go about uh, talking like in this problem or solution? And she's been amazing at like helping me have confidence in what I say and being a little bit more aggressive and not as timid because I have a tendency to instead of say what I want to say, I'll like form it in a question kind of like I think a lot of women do that and so like uh you know she's been both of them like I have two in particular they are just so strong to just be like no just say it like if that's what you mean don't ask just say it and then do it you know and and that's great to have like very like strong female friends who are not on like totally unapologetic about being like who they are and that's helped me a lot like I look up to
1: them and it's great to have their advice whenever I need it I guess That's so awesome being unapologetic about what you're saying and we can be timid and like you said, ask it in a question or kind of talk around what we actually want to say. I think it's awesome that probably these lessons that you're learning throughout your career in being the only woman is totally being used in other areas of your life to help you grow, you know, in other spaces and encourage women and you can share these values with other girls who hopefully some more will come on the job and be, um, Part of where you are. I oh, that reminds me. When I asked you specifically what you did, you mentioned that you were a union and electrician. Can you talk about the value of being part of the union and what that means? Um, being a woman and being part of the union.
2: Um. I, yeah, I mentioned union electrician because I am proud to be in the union. I um, I love the fact that I have a whole network of people to back me up when it comes to everything about my job. So not only when it comes to the wage, like I don't have to negotiate, negotiate my own wage. Like I know I'm being paid the same as my male counterpart, you know, yeah. like that's yeah. been done for me. And that's huge because I know that that would be something I would struggle with negotiating. my wage. Yeah. And, awesome. um, but not only that, like if I run into any problems on the job site, like whether it be, um, Something as simple as me hurting myself, uh, sexual harassment, or just harassment of maybe anything, I know that I have um, some, you know, my union uh, representatives, like, to back me up. Like, they're going to back me up. Like, not only do I pay them to do that because in my union dues, but I have met these people and I know these people and they're very modern men who are like, you can do this. And they okay. will a hundred percent back me up. So like, I love that. I love being in a union. And it's not to say that not being a union is bad. It's just being in a union definitely works for me.
1: Yeah. That's so awesome. I think that the fact that you have that undoubted pay equality is probably the biggest thing, especially coming from a feminist standpoint and in- the, from this conversation that having that pay equality and knowing that it's there for you securely is incredible. And there's so much that we can learn from that. And you feeling secure um, in, you know, your financials in that way is just so important. And I think it probably adds to a lot of your, your happiness within your position outside of the fact that you're doing what you want to do. You feel secure knowing that, you know, your rights are um, being honored in what you're doing. And that's absolutely awesome and i'm so happy for you
2: yeah it's definitely just like one less thing i have to worry about
1: (laughs) definitely okay i'm so excited that you were able to be on the podcast to be proof as always to these women who are looking to get into the field and i'm totally a woman of action not just conversation so could you share really quickly who um what are ways that women who are interested in the trade fields or interested as electrician, are there any websites or anything that they can go to to find more information?
2: Oh gosh. Um, I, I imagine if they just did what you mentioned earlier, which is like, uh, go online and, and just look up women at, you know, in electrician fields or anything like that, you could probably find some stuff. Um, But you can always go to the Union uh, website, so like if you Google, like, well, this is Local 306, so that'd be Akron. But if you look up the IBEW, which is the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, um, they're going to have a ton of information about being an electrician on there.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Thanks so much, Sabrina. I'm so appreciative that you're able to come on the call. So what did you think? Sabrina is proof that women have every tool they need to excel in whatever industry they choose. Her ability to take inventory of her interests and make a decision on being an electrician is inspiring and a definite example of how we always should do what we know is best for us. Are you feeling nervous about something that is a bit out of the box? What industry or line of work are you interested in pursuing? What other women have gone against the grain and inspired you to be more bold in this lifetime? Thanks for listening in and being part of this magic. See you next week when I'll be pulling out more proof of what's possible for women like you.